Broken crayons. Broken crayons. Broken crayons still color. This is the Broken Crayons Still Color Podcast with your host, Shelly Hitz. Each episode contains an inspiring story of hope and healing in Christ. Many times, what we see as our biggest regrets, failures, and mistakes become what God uses the most in our lives. God is able to transform our brokenness into something more beautiful than we can even imagine. He takes our mess and creates a masterpiece. You see, broken crayons still color. Welcome back to the Broken Crayon Still Color podcast. I'm your host, Shelly Hitz, and today's guest is Patty Pendleton. Welcome, Patty. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm just so excited to talk with you and have you share your story, but I'm just going to share just a little bit of an introduction before we dive in. Patty knows what it's like to end a long relationship. She was rejected, verbally abused, physically abused through intimidation, and nothing she did was good enough. She realized it wasn't her, it was him. She's been in a healing process and has learned a valuable lesson, how to give grace to another when they utterly despise you. And now she's learning to love herself, releasing the damage that was done, and lives in hope. And I'm just thankful that she's willing to share her story in today's podcast. So as we get started, Patty, just share a little bit more about what the broken crayons looked like in this part of your life. Well, I was... I was abandoned when I was three years old in a motel room, and that pretty much basics for going through my whole life. Um, So relationships, I didn't understand. I didn't know what love looked like. I didn't know how it um, um, just to have a relationship. And so each relationship I had was damaging each relationship I've had was either physical, emotional, spiritual abuse. Wow. And so there was a pattern, yes. a constant pattern. And so um, to fast forward it to the most recent relationship, um, you know, we all want to be loved. And so right. we go through this um, this mindset of, searching out for love and if you don't know what love looks like or what love means true love you're you're always going to be trying to um match what you think love is and in my case i didn't realize that i was searching out for bad influence and bad influences of love um, I was wanting to get people to love me because I never felt love. And in that case, I was always getting myself into bad situations mm-hmm. and not realizing that, um, not realizing that this is not how you're supposed to tr- be treated. I thought oh. this was how you're supposed to be treated because of just, well, something must be wrong with me. I must, um, self-infliction. Yeah. And I just want to stop there for a minute because I think somebody needed to hear that, that, you know, you may be in a situation that you just think this is how you're supposed to be treated. But, you know, you you may not realize like that's abuse and, you know, that that's not the way you're to, to be treated. And so, you know, that's I think that's very insightful for you to share that, that you just you thought that's just how it was. And that's how you were supposed to be treated. 
Right. And so when someone started treating me a little bit better than my last relationship, you thought, oh, okay, this is better. But then I started rejecting it. But then I was like, okay, well, I'll just dive in because this person's treating me a little bit better. Little did I know it was exactly the same pattern. Wow. It was masked. And it was, um, I didn't realize that I was in more of like of a, um, a prison. I was put into a mind prison and that if I didn't do something specifically that I would be reprimanded for it and it was a mental game Mm -hmm. and it was deteriorating me I put up with it for 18 years Wow! and I didn't realize until um, something tragic happened in my life to where I was really, really sick, and I reached out for help, and I asked that person to take me to the doctor, and he looked at me, and he said no. Wow. And I stayed on the floor for four days, and finally I said, please take me to the doctor, to the hospital. And what happened was my, um, my gallbladder ruptured into my intestines. Oh, no. And so the doctors looked at me. I was on death's door. And it was only by the grace of God that I survived it. And at that time, I thought that, oh, this person loves me now. He's showing me that he loves me. But in actuality, I realized as the Lord, as I was healing through this process, that this person, um, what love really meant, um, and, and the world has a view of what love means, and then God has a view of what love means. And so as I was healing through this process, the Lord was showing me that, Love has no conditions. Mm. It's unconditional. He died on the cross for us. and But the world sees it as, well, you want love from me? Then you're going to have to do something in return for me in order for me to love you. And that was a big eye-opener for me. And when I when I grasped that, going, oh, my gosh, I'm, I'm actually loved by God mm. to the point where this person needs to to feel control over me for some reason. And I'm not going to tolerate it no more. I, 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 I'm loved by God, and I'm a person that is worthy of love. And so that was my breaking point. Hmm. And it was my time to start healing. And as I'm, I'm still in the healing process, um, and I'd have to say within the last six months, I'm, I've learned to love myself, love how God sees me, unconditionally love. And be able to get rid of the mindsets that was put on me mm. for 18 years. And that's big. That is that is really big. It was. It's been a struggle, but I'm at a point now to where um, all that junk in the trunk is gone. I see myself as a new person. Um, mm. That you you know you don't you accept love from others, and you accept love for yourself. But you look at it differently. You look at if you don't love yourself first, there's no way that you can love another. Right. And so that was that was a big turning point for me. Yeah, I just heard someone say, I think it was my sister, I just heard her say today that you can't give love if you, you know, it's like you can't give what you don't have. It's like right. I, I can't give you a million dollars because I don't have it. Right. <laughs> and right. so if you, if you don't have that love and you're not loving yourself – it's like, how can you give it to others? So would you say the the, um, the lowest point for you was when you were laying on that floor, like on your deathbed? 
when your gallbladder burst or was there another point that was your lowest point? I would say that was probably my lowest point. Now, granted, I didn't realize that that was going on. And it just, you know, it it, it seemed like the flu. Wow. So I didn't know I was dying in those four days. I was actually dying. God kept me alive in those of those days because I once I got in the hospital, things were getting worse and worse. I was in the ICU um, and they didn't think I was going to make it. I just was having complications after complications after the surgery. Um, ended up getting a blood clot. Ended up being wow. Um, just one thing after the other started happening, and it was by the grace of God that I even survived. Yes, yes. And, you know, he has a plan and a purpose for you. And, you know, there's a reason that you're here. And so I'm so thankful that you're here to share your story. And, um, you know, what would you say has been part of your turning point? you, you, You talked about it, and you said, you know, you began to realize that, um, you know, God's love was unconditional, Whereas, you know, um, you know, just people's love can be conditional. But was there, you know, what was, what was it like in that turning point for you? You know, it, it was, it was realizing that I was actually worth something. Mm. Um, being left in a motel room at age three and being just discarded. Yes. And then going through your life feeling like that all your life and searching for that acceptance. Mm. Um, you know, you, you you have this mindset already at such a young age and it just carries on with you. And so you're not, not even realizing that you're going through every day wanting to be accepted, wanting to be loved, wanting to feel worthy. Yes. Yeah. And I think a lot of people can relate to that. I, you know, I have felt that as well of just, you know, um, you know, that acceptance and, you know, just, you know, not feeling good enough or, you know, so many different things. And, um, you know, what would you say really has helped you these last few months come to, really renew your mind. You know, scripture says we're to renew our mind with God's truth. And you said, you know, you've really had to overcome like 18 years of, you know, verbal abuse and just the the mindsets that come along with that. And what were some of the things that helped you in that? Was realizing that I basically put myself in this situation, (laughs) you know, and we all don't realize that we do those things and to realize that I had to forgive myself. Oh, there's a key. Yeah. I had to forgive myself. I had Mm -hmm. to learn to love myself. Mm -hmm. And so once I began to do that, the onion layer started, started coming off Mm -hmm. um, one layer after the other. So I had to learn how to forgive myself and learn how to um, love myself for who God saw me. And then I was able to get rid of all those mindsets. Then God started working on those mindsets through the word of God and just um, just pouring into me. Um, you know, I'm wonderfully and beautifully made in um, Psalm 139, um, 14. And that um, Joel 2.25, he says, you know, he's going to return back what the locusts have stolen and restore us. Yes. And so giving that hope that um, what has happened has just made me stronger 
and changed my mindset into who I am as a person and um, brought me to realize that we are all worthy of love mm. and we can't, we need to see how God loves us versus how we portray what love is. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And I was researching the word beloved the other day in the new Testament. It actually, the, the um, Greek definition is worthy of love, worthy of love. And we are, I mean, it's, it's embedded in, in the Bible. It's embedded in scripture that we are worthy of love. We are his beloved. And yet so often it's hard to receive his love and it's hard to accept love, but it's such a turning point when you can. So if somebody has been in a situation where they've been in a really abusive situation or they are right now, do you have one piece of advice or encouragement to give them? Yes. If you're in a physical, physical, um, altercation relationship to where it's, it's your being abused physically, which I've been there too. Um, you need to get out. There's, there's help out there. There's a, 1-800 hotline um, and I'm sorry I can't remember it by the top of my head but it's, it's online um, but reach out to somebody to, to get out of the situation those that are in mental um, mental abuse relationships it's, it's just as worse but it's a change of mindset and so you've got to come to terms with forgiving yourself and, and, and loving yourself so I just, I, I encourage those people to, you know, you're not alone um, and you're worthy of love and you can make it through um, because, you know, you, you feel so trapped. It's, mm-hmm. it's um, you know, you feel like you're, on, you're in your own prison and you can't get out. Yeah. Especially in your mind. I think Joyce Myers has that book called Battlefield of the Mind, and it's so true. It's It's, so true. It's a good book, yeah. Now, I know that there's someone that's probably listening that's resonated with your story or would love to get in contact with you more. Um, How can they find you online? You can go to my website at um, www.patty, P-A-T-T-I, Pendleton, P-E-N-D-L-E-T-O-N.com. You can email me at contact at pattypendleton.com. Yeah, and, you know, I definitely recommend connecting with Patty, you know, and, um, you know, just checking out what she has to offer. I know you have a book podcast you do speaking and so there's so many ways and resources that um, she has that you know you can connect with her so definitely check out pattypendleton.com and you know in closing I just believe that your testimony your story again is just another example of how God can turn our messes into masterpieces because he's now using you to minister to other people and to deliver you know his gospel to others and so thank you so much for sharing your story today thank you for having me and thank all of i I think every single one of you that's listening we um, just appreciate you joining us and if you or someone you know has a powerful story to share I would love to feature you on this podcast. You can apply at ShellyHits.com forward slash story. And I will see you next time. Bye-bye. 
Thank you for listening to the Broken Crayons Still Color Podcast. We have a gift for you. Download Shelley's hand-drawn adult coloring pages, as well as printable scripture cards, and all the transcripts from this podcast at www.brokencrayonsbook.com. If today's story inspired you, please share it with a friend and leave us a comment on iTunes. We love hearing from you, and your encouragement means the world to us. In closing, God is the artist, and our lives are His canvas. What will you allow Him to create from the broken pieces in your life? When you are in Christ, you are His masterpiece. I am a masterpiece. I am a masterpiece.